Today's daf is Gittin daf Peiches. We're holding on the bottom of daf Peizayin Amid Beis. We're right after the Mishnah on Peizayin Amid Beis. We're going to first talk about today if you have a get written in two columns on the same piece of paper, but it's written uh, side by side in two different columns. Whether why that might be a get kosher and why uh, we don't assume that it's actually two different Gittin, where the uh, top of the left hand column has been cut off and the bottom of the right hand column has been cut off. And the Gemara is going to discuss signing a get not on the bottom of the page. The way you're supposed to, but signing on the side of the page, and can it ever work if you sign somewhere other than the bottom of the page? And then we're going to talk about how many generations back a person can still consider Shem Chanichaso. If a person writes Ben Ploni and uh, the Ploni is not really his father, how many generations back can that name actually work? The Gemara is going to talk about the Averos that led to Golos and the silver lining of the timing of, uh, of our Golos. On Ahmed Bayes, we're going to have a Mishnah on the top of Ahmed base is going to talk about uh, forced get. We're going to talk about a get Meusa and what the difference is whether the get is Meusa al Yudei Yisrael or al Yudei Akum and whether the get is Meusa Kedin or Shalok Kedin, whether it's done based on a person who really should be and has to be getting divorced or not and we're going to discuss the whether Dayane Hadyotos are uh, whether Dayane Hadyotos, Dayane or not Mumchim are allowed or authorized to force the giving of a get and then uh, at the end of the uh, page we're going to have another Mishnah which is going to talk about whether we listen to rumors if we are rumors that a woman is married or rumors that a woman is divorced so how does that actually affect her status in terms of the way we treat such a woman so let us begin we're on Pei right after the Mishnah so the Mishnah had said right at the beginning that if the uh, if she or Miktsas HaGet and Kasu B'daf HaSheni Milamata Kasher that if you didn't fit the entire Get in one column and you left some of the get for the second column, so you wrote it in two separate columns on a piece of paper, and uh, the Adam sign on the bottom that that is going to be kosher. So ask the Gemara, why is that kosher? Shouldn't we be choshish that really this is too gitten? And the Yisrami is man dekama ve'edim debasra, and ve'gazil is man debasra ve'edim dekama. And what we're left with is the date on the first get, meaning the first half of the first get, and the edim, meaning the bottom half of the second get. And what was cut off was the uh, f- w- w- was the b- top half of the second get on the left side, and the uh, the bottom half of the get on the right side. So it looks like one get because it looks like you go straight from the first half to the second column where you have the second half, but maybe what you're actually seeing is the first half of one get and the second half of another get because the paper was cut. No, we know that the paper wasn't cut at the bottom and they didn't cut off half of a get because we see that there's blank space on the bottom of the page. So if there's blank space on the on the bottom of the page, as Rashi explains, Certainly nothing was cut off from it because there was nothing else written underneath the right-hand column. So we know that you didn't cut off the bottom half of that get. So yeah, yeah, that may be true. That maybe you started writing a get and you stopped writing that get. So the one on the right side maybe was never really a full get. But maybe the left side is not a continuation of the right side. Maybe the left side of the page is its own get and we cut off something from the top of the page. Well, the Gemara again explains, just like we explained, the get on the right side is not uh, was not a full get with that has 
has been cut in half uh, because we see that there's space on the bottom. So over here also we would say that the get on the left side is not a full get that was uh, that was that, whose top was cut off because we see that there's blank space on top as well. So there's blank space both on the bottom and on the top, and that's how we know that really the left side is just a continuation of the right side and that it's one get. Tosos points out that since specifically in this case where it's in two columns we need the revach in order to not be concerned that the get was written from one column to the other you see from here that if you don't have any margins on a regular get where it's just written in 12 consecutive lines on uh, one uh, in one column that uh, that even if you don't have any revach the get is a kosher get and this is the certainly the implication of the sugyas in Masachas Bab Basra. And we don't assume that the Balashtar is going to cut off parts of the top of the get because everything he needs in the get is at the top of the get. So we don't assume the date on the get, which is the most critical for the Balashtar, is written at the top. So we don't have to uh, leave margins. We're not concerned. People are going to go chopping away at Shtaros that they have uh, just because they want to cut off certain uh, certain pieces because they're going to end up cutting off things that are valuable to them. So ask the Gemara, but wait, the maybe the fact that it's in two columns is indicative of a problem. Maybe that tells us that at some point the person changed his mind. So what does that mean that he changed his mind? Rashi explains, Maybe he wrote uh, half of a get and then he said, you know what, what am I doing here? I don't want to get divorced. And he stopped writing and then at some later date he came back and he said yeah I do want to get divorced and he finishes up in the other column but it turned out that he was mevatel whatever he wrote in the first half of that get so it shouldn't be a kosher get or since he wrote it at two different times it's as if he wrote the get in one date and then it was signed at a different date because the first half of the get was clearly written earlier or was very possibly written earlier than the second half of the get so wouldn't that Apostle the get. So Tosos, uh, Tosos uh, is is not so uh, pleased with Rashi's interpretation. If you look at Tosos, Pirush Bekuncha Shabitul B'Shuvin Yochalach Selgarishpo Ve'Ein Nira. The Rav Nachman Damer Chozer Megarishpo Ma'ikul Meimer. It's not true that just because you're Mevatel half a get that you necessarily cannot be Megarish with it when you then write the other half of the get. According to Rav Nachman, you can. Umiu Amar Rav Rabenu Ezra Hanavi Dila El Shenigmar a get. Maybe that's when the get is already completed that you can't be mevatel it. But maybe if you haven't completed it, you can be mevatel the half that you've uh, that you've already written. So that's how he tries to defend Rashi. Then Rashi had a second shot. If their Edom signed on the get, then obviously the Edom did the research. They made sure that they, they wouldn't sign on the get if it was Nechtav Biyom and Nechtam Belayla, if it was written on, a, on an earlier date. So, how can you be Choshesh about such a thing? Just because it's in two columns, you're going to be Choshesh that the Edom didn't know what they were doing, that they signed on a completely different date. Va'omerisa, the Re says a third. 
third shot in what's going on over here. The near lefarish v'dumah imluchei the shem hischi lichtov aget l'shem ish acher. No, the concern is that maybe when they started writing this get, they were writing it for someone else. V'nimlach v'simul l'shem zeh. Nimlach means they changed their mind and they instead switched around who the get's going to be used for, and they wrote it for this other guy. And obviously, we have to be assuming that they have the same names; otherwise, it just wouldn't work. That either you're assuming that you don't need to get to be muchach mitochav, or you're assuming that he changed his mind before they actually got to the names of the ish and the isha. But that's what v'dilma imluche imluch means. That maybe they switched the get. But either way, whatever, whichever interpretation you want to go, and what the gemara is asking, what the gemara is saying is that it's suspicious to have a get written in two columns. That's not the way any get are ever written. The fact that it's written in two columns maybe is indicative of a psul. Maybe that tells us that there's some sort of problem, that those two columns were not written in the same sitting, they were not written with the same kavana, that they indicate two separate things. So it says Gemara, no, the cause of Harei at milamata umuteres milamala. It says Harei at on the bottom of the right-hand column, and it says muteres, and it's mamish right in the middle of a phrase. So clearly it was done in one sitting, clearly it was done directly one right after the, the other. So Vidilma is Ramila, yeah, but maybe that's just how it turned out, but he actually did change his mind right in the middle. The Gemara explains, You're not going to be Choshesh that you write in the middle of a phrase. He would say the Arayat and, uh, and, and the Mugureshes. Ravashi says, no, we know from the bottom of the, uh, of the parchment that we could see that it's the end of the parchment. So that's why we're not concerned about any of these things because we see that it's not the uh, that 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 it's uh, that that the parchment is uh, that the part that that the uh, that the parchment ends over there and clearly nothing was cut off because there are clear edges on the on the uh, on the parchment. If you look at Tosos, Kule Hai Lo Chashinon, so Tos points out, Hainu Dafkali Imlich Bain Hareat Lumuteras Lo Chashinon. That we're not uh, concerned that maybe he switched, maybe he changed his mind between Hareat and Muteras. But we still do need, meaning we're not going back on what we said earlier, that you need space at the bottom and at the top of the page, because without that space, we do have to be concerned that it was cut, that somewhere somewhere along the line, he cut off the top of the right-hand get and the, the bottom of the right-hand get and the top of the left-hand get. So that has to be the, the case. What we're saying, is that we're not that because it's in two columns, he changed his mind. But to be choshesh, that it was that it was gazas, that it was cut off, that we still would be choshesh if not for the fact that there's space at the bottom and at the top. Good. The Mishnah said <coughs> that if Adam signed in the wrong spot, they sign at the top, on the side, on the reverse side of the page. That's no good for a get pashut. For any star that's a get pashut, it's no good. Rav used to do that. That's the way Rav would sign again. He would sign on the side of the page. That's okay if the top of the signature was was facing the ksav, because then it's clear that his intention is to sign on that ksav. But wait a second, the Mishnah had said that if you have a get where the tops of the two gitten are adjacent to each other, meaning you start halfway down the page and write a get 
from the halfway mark to the bottom of the page. And then you flip the page over and write another get on the, uh, from the halfway mark down to the bottom of the page. So if you, uh, and the Adam are in between the two getting right smack in the middle of the page. We said both getting are possible because neither one has the, the Adam in the proper location at the bottom of the get. But according to what we just said, you don't need to have it necessarily at the bottom of the get. As long as the top of the signature is adjacent to the ksav, that's good enough. Well, Why don't we look which way the signatures are in the middle of that page and see where the gag of the signature is facing, and that would be good, and that, that get should be a valid get according to what we're saying. The Gemara says, Hasam Dharami Leki Ibra. The case we're talking about in the Mishnah is not where the signatures were signed right to left or left to right. They were like a bridge between the two Gitten. It was signed across from one to the other. So the Gag is facing toward the side of the, the Gag of the signatures is facing toward the side of the page. It's not facing any of the. Uh, <coughs> of the Ksav. So, uh, so that's why it's not going to be a good get. Well, if that's the case, that the signatures in the middle are signed like a bridge between the two, Well, what about the next case in the Mishnah where it said that the top of one get is right after the bottom of the next get and the Edom are signed in the middle. So we said whichever one is going to, uh, is, 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 whichever one the Edom is read along with, that one is going to be kosher. Whichever one the Edom are at the end of, whichever get the Edom are at the end of, is going to be kosher. But But if you're going to say that the, get, that the Edom are signed like a bridge between the two, he's not, the Edom can't be read with either one of the Gittin, because it's written sideways. It's written not along with either one of them. No, when Rav signed on the side of a page, he, it wasn't on, an, on, on a get that was a Shtar Rayo or a Shtar Kinyin. No, it was a Diski. It was a kind of uh, star that they would use as a subpoena to court to send a message to someone that we, we want him to come to court. But on an actual star raya or star kinyan, an actual star that has to have a chalos shem star that has to actually accomplish something, Rav would never sign on the side of the page because that would be totally uh, irrelevant. It wouldn't work to sign on the side of the page. Uh, so Rav would never do such a thing. Get shakasu ibris, ksav sofer veid kosher. The Mishnah went on to say uh, that if you have a get that was written by a sofer and there's an additional aid aside from the sofer, it's kosher. Am Rabbi Yirmiya chasam sofer shaninu. Rabbi Yirmiya says that means that not only did the sofer write the get, the sofer also signed the get, and in addition to the sofer's signature, a second aid signed the get as well. That's when it's going to be kosher. But just the handwriting of the sofer alone plus one aid would not be kosher. Am this must be assuming like Shittas Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi was, uh, was not concerned that when you see the sofer as one of the signatures, that maybe what happened was someone told the uh, a husband, instructed somebody, tell Ruvain to be the sofer, again, and tell Shimon Levi to be the Edim. And that Shaliach felt bad telling Ruvain to only be a sofer and not be an Eid. So he was Mishana from the Shlichus of the Baal, and he said, you know what, Ruvain, why don't you write and sign the Gen? And then he told either Shimon or Levi. He only told one of them to be there, and that way he's not doing what the Baal sent him to do, and the whole get would be puzzled. Rabbi Yossi is not concerned for anything like that because Rabbi Yossi holds mili lo mimsron shliach. You can't instruct someone to instruct someone else to write your get anyway. So we don't have to worry that there's a middleman that's messing up the whole story over here, and because we don't have to be concerned for that, that's why if you have the signature of a sofer, we assume that everything's okay. We don't assume he messed everything up. Haik subas chasam and dasil kamei to Rabbi Avo 
There was a uh, ksuba that had this exact situation where people recognized the handwriting of the sofer and they recognized the signature, not this exact situation, there were two Adam signed in it, but they didn't recognize one of the signatures. So they were able to mekayim the ksav of the sofer and they were able to mekayim the one of the signatures. Savrlachshura, they thought that maybe it should be kosher because it's ksav sofer, the aid. Rabbi Yirmiya said, no, we're not machshir ksav sofer ve'ed. We require chasam sofer, meaning you need two signatures that we can verify on the get. And if you only have the handwriting of the sofer plus one signature, that is not the equivalent of two signatures. Kasav chani chasov, chani kosher. If he writes his uh, family name or her family name, you write that in the get, it's going to be kosher. So there's a discussion that we showed him what family name means over here. Some say it means the name of some patriarch of the family. That instead of saying uh, Ruven ben Yaakov, it says Ruven ben Avram. It goes back to, uh, to an earlier one of the, uh, the Avos as opposed to saying his actual father. So it goes back a few generations. Others say no, it's like what we would call a family name, that the whole family is called by a certain name. So they use that name to identify in the get. Instead of saying Ruven ben Yaakov, it says uh, uh, Ruven uh, Libowitz. It says whatever the, whatever the, the name is in the, in the get, whatever the family name. So Tan Rabban Chanicha Sovos Begitna Ada Saradoros. The Chanicha only works up until 10 generations. If you're going back more than 10 generations, then we do not assume that it's going to, uh, that it's going to work, that the Chanicha is not going to work. Rabbi Shimon Allah's Romer Gimel Doros. Shimon Allah says it only goes back three generations. Gimel Doros Kasher Mikan Velech Puzzle. Up till three generations, it's Kasher. More than three generations, it's Puzzle. Now, if you assume Chanicha is a shameless boy of the entire Mishpacha, which is a way several Rishonim understand that it's the entire family name, Beis Yosef and Ebenezer, raises the question, then Adrabah, the more generations you have, the better it should be. Now we're saying that if you go back more than, you can't go back more than three generations, then the Chanicha is not going to be good. I understand if you're going to say that we're going with the Zaydi's name, so at a certain point they forget who the Zaydi is, meaning people know who their father is, who the Zaydi is, they may know who their great-grandfather is, probably don't even already know who their great-great-grandfather is, and certainly don't know who ten generations back is, unless they come from an especially Miuchastika family that there's someone to be particularly proud of, or I guess particularly not proud of, someone who's, uh, who's of note that you would uh, that you would identify, but uh, otherwise it's difficult to understand uh, why we would say that uh, that that, that uh, more than three generations is no good. So um, the the Beis Yosef suggests that we're talking about where the the get didn't have uh, names at all. It only had the Shem HaMashbacha. So if it goes back so many generations, it's probably already a large family, and, there are, and, and you're not going to be able to identify who the person is based on the Shem HaMashbacha. Only for three generations, we assume that uh, it was written for someone from that from that mishpacha. Okay, command Azla Hadam Rabbi Chanina, Kasav Chanicha Savos Begitten, Ad Gimel Doros. Who's Rabbi Chanina following when he assumes that it only goes three generations back? Command Rabbi Shem Ben Elazar. He's assuming like Rabbi Shem Ben Elazar in the following in the following discussion. Amra Puna Maikra. I'm sorry. He's assuming like like uh, like, like the sheet of Rabbi Shem Ben Elazar that we just mentioned that it's only Gimel Doros. So Rabbi Chanina, who says Gimel Doros, calls like Rabbi Shem Ben Elazar, who also said. 
Gimel Daros two lines ago. Amr Afuna Micra, what's the Pasuk that would teach us Gimel Daros? Kisolid Banim, Ubnei Banim, Vinoshantam. That it says Kisolid Banim, Ubnei Banim, and then Vinoshantam, then it's forgotten. But only, but first you have Banim, Ubnei Banim. So you see that it's three generations. It's uh, Banim and Ubnei Banim are exactly three generations. So that's how we, that, that's how we know that, uh, that the, the, that, that it only goes three generations. This probably relates to the, uh, to the Indian of Bnei Banim Areim Kibanim, the issue of a grandparent in some level, on some level, being like a parent in certain respects, certainly a chiv of kibud, not the same as a parent, but there is a chiv of kibud more so than other uh, older people, because we're saying that you can identify as, according to at least many Rishonim, what we're saying over here is not just a family name, but you can identify by the person who's three generations above. So that's the uh, the the the, uh, the connection lechara to uh, broader sugya and shas, the sugya of grandparents, where the Gemara Kedushin talks about that there may be a chiv to be melamed ben benotora. The Gemara says that you have to be melamed kizvulin ben dan, that he was melamed ben benotora, um, and he taught him everything. The Gemara says you don't have to teach a child everything; you only have to teach a mikra. But you're supposed to be kizvulin ben dan, that the chiv even goes to to grandchildren, to teaching grandchildren. To Gemara says when you teach grandchildren Torah, it's kibla kibla mehar Sinai. So there is a special connection over the course of three generations. Am Rabbi Shuban Levi lo charva Eretz Yisrael ad sha'avdu ba zayin batei dinim avodazara. Eretz Yisrael was only destroyed once there were seven batei dinim that all violated avodazara. The Eluhein and these seven batei dinim that violated avodazara are Yeravim ben Avat. The uh, it's, it starts with uh, Yeravim ben Avat, Uvasha ben Achia, Vaachav ben Amri. Viyehu ben Nimshi, Ufekach ben Rumalyahu, Umenachim ben Gadi, Vahushea ben Ela. That uh, and, and, and it was Dafka in the days of Hoshea ben Ela that finally we went into Gaulus, the Gaulus of Aseris Hashvatim, and that's when the Churban started. That's when things started to spiral out of control. Shenamar, as the Pasuk says in Yirmiyahu, Umlila Yoledes Hashiva Nafcha Nafsha Ba Shimsha Baud Yomam. And the passage continues, So you see that the Aseris Hashvatim that came from these seven families uh, that all worshipped the Vodazara was, uh, had an untimely demise. And they're the ones that are in Golos, Bebusho, Chlima, that are suffering in the, in the humiliation of Golos. So I'm Rabbi Yami Maikra, where do we find in the Torah that a remez that the Churban is going to be after seven generations Dafka? Ah, the Pasuk is Kisol Lubanim Ubnei Banim. It's that Pasuk of Kisol Lubanim Ubnei Banim that teaches us seven generations. How do you get seven generations? We just said Sol Lubanim Ubnei Banim is three generations. What do I have to do with seven generations? So, Machlokas uh, Rishonim, but the way some of the Rishonim understand is Kisolid is one generation. Banim is two generations because it says it in plural. So that's uh, three. Ubnei, another two generations, that's five. And Banim, again, is another two generations that's seven generations. So uh, then, that what happens at the end of seven generations? So the pasuk says, that we get, we, we go into Golis, that we lose Eretz Yisrael. So Amru Rav Kanav Ravasi 
Ksiv Beba Hoshea Ben Ela. It says about Hoshea Ben Ela, Vayasa Rabbe in Hashem, Rak Lokem Alche Yisrael, that it says that uh, he did bad, but he was not as bad as the Malche Yisrael that preceded him. Uksiv, and the Pasuk says by Hoshea Ben Ela as well, Allah Allah Shalman Nasser, that uh, Melech Ashur came and attacked him during the, the days of uh, Hoshea Ben, ben Allah. And Lachara, that's strange because he did. He didn't do as bad as everyone before him. So Dafka, he was the one that suffers. It's Dafka in his time that he has to go to Galus. So Amr Rav answers Rav Khan Ravasi, Osan Pardeseos, Shahoshiv Yuravam, Aladrachim, Kitesh Loyal Yisrael Regal, those guards that Yuravam Benavat established on the road so that the Jew, that, that the Jewish people not go to be all that anyone in Malchus Yisrael not go to be all the regal, Yuravam Benavat was very worried. Once there was the split of the Malchus between Yuravam and, and, and Rechavam, so Yuravam was afraid, what's going to happen if everyone goes to be all the regal? Well, Rechavam is the Malch in Yerushalayim, and Rechavam is from the Malchabes David. And the Allah is any Shiva Bar. And the Azara, only someone who descends from Machs Pesav is allowed to be Yoshev Bazara. So, what's going to happen? All these people that are loyal to Yeravam as their Melech are going to go to be El Regal. They're going to see that Rechavam is the one that's treated as a king. Yeravam is not allowed to sit in the Azara, only Rechavam is allowed to sit in the Azara. And he's afraid that they're going to, it's going to lead them to rebel against him and join Rechavam. So, he had this creative idea that he would make his own center of worship where he would make a Golden calf, as uh, several golden calves. So that was the the uh, the creative idea that he had that, that they won't have to be all the regal. But not only that, he established shomrim on the derech that no one should be able to be all the regal. There were officers to stop people people from being all the regal. Bahoshea ubitlan comes along Hoshea and he takes care of that. He gets rid of those shomrim. So he was a lot better than everybody before because he actually got rid of the shomrim. Ve'afal became the holy Israel regal, but the Jewish people still were not. Uh, all those years that they were not all the regal, now they're going to go into uh, captivity because because of that. The uh, the Iyun Yaakov points out that the Gemara at the end of Tainus tells us that the bittel of these Shomrim is one of the five reasons that Tuba'av is a happy day, that that happened on Tuba'av. Now the Gemara over here has a decidedly negative spin on it, that they, the Shomrim were bottel and still no one came, no one cared. So it's, it's happy and it's sad. It's happy because there was the opportunity to come, and certainly in Yerushalayim was a happy day because they thought people would start coming, but it's sad in terms of the fact that it's a black eye in the Jewish people, in that we didn't actually take advantage of the the opportunity to, uh, to to come, so that's the um, that's the, the the significance of that moment. So the Gemara brings another drasha about the Golas Hashvatim. Amr of Chis Amr Marukva Amri La Amr of Chis Amr of Yirmiya Darish Merema Merema is the following drasha. My Dixiv Veishkod Hashem Al Rav Veyaveir Leinu Kitzadik Hashem Elokeinu that Hashem is going to bring the evil on us really really quickly and it's going to happen so soon because Hashem is uh, tzadik. How does that make sense? Because Hashem is a tzaddik, he's going to bring evil to us and terrible things to befall us more quickly. HaKadosh Baruch did a very good thing for us in allowing the Golas of Tzidkiyo to happen sooner because when Yerushalayim was destroyed, the Golas of Yechania was still there. So all the Chachmei Torah that were there in the Golas Yechania that had all been uh, Nigla with Yoyachin 11 years prior to the Golas of Tzidkiyo, they were able to train the new, uh, the, 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 
the new people who came into Golos in Torah, they were able to teach them Tirsive Begolos Yichanya Vacheresh Vamasker Elef Hakol Gibor Mosim Muhammad, etc. It talks about the Cheresh and the Masker. So in order that the Darv Tzidkeo should go to Bavel, the Cheresh and the Masker had to still be in Bavel to teach them Torah. So Cheresh and Masker is a reference in some way to uh, to teachers of, uh, of of Torah. So why what does what uh, Cheresh and Masker have to do with uh, with Torah? So uh, the Cheresh of Shosh Aposkin Nasra Kol Kicharashin. They're called Cheresh because at the, when they would when one of them would open up and start speaking Divrei Torah, everyone else started to, everyone else was quiet, no one else had anything to say. That's how Rashi explains. So, because they, they were so overwhelmed by the Torah that was coming out of their mouths. Masker, Kivin Shesogrin, Shuvein Poskin, any Dvar Alacha, that they would close the case on, that they would say, this is the Psak, um, that no one, uh, no one would be able to reopen that case because it was a final Psak. Vikama and how many Chachamim were with Yoyachin in Galus that were uh, of this stature? Elef, there were a thousand of them. So Machlokas, uh, so anyway, so that, that's the uh, that's that's the great gift of a Baruch Hu bringing the Gullus early to allow for that Gullus to succeed. Had it happened later, the Gullus would not have been able to succeed. Ula, however, is going to suggest a different interpretation of what was so great about rushing the Gullus. Ula Amar Shehiktim Shteishanim Levin No Shantem that Hashem caused the Chorban after 850 years, two years before this man that the Golis was supposed to happen. It was supposed to be 852 years, and uh, he, he made it, because that's the gematria of Vinno Shantem, and uh, that, that the end of the Pasuk is Keavot Ovedon, that that's when uh, it was supposed to be, the complete loss was supposed to be after Vinno Shantem. It didn't happen after Vinno Shantem. It happened two years earlier, and that was a, and that was a very, very fortunate Thing for us because had it had it uh, happened two years later, then of and then we would have been completely lost forever, and it would have been a very terrible thing. You see from here that the definition of mehera in the Ribbon Shalom's dictionary is uh, is 852 because it says So you see that the mehera is 852. In the Leket Yosher, at the beginning of Leket Yosher, he suggests that this is the source that Gematrias could be off by one. Well, how, how do you see from here that Gematrias could be off by one? You know, always, like, oh, people always roll their eyes, you know, so, and it's off by one. So uh, if it's off by one, it's a, it says this is a source, because we're being medayed from the fact that it was off in the minion of Vinoshantan, that there must be something up over here, that it was off by two, that there must be something up over here. Why couldn't it just be off by one, and that would also indicate that something is up, and then of course Baruch brought the Galas one year earlier, because it was off by one. We would have said, okay, Gematria is allowed to be off by one. It's only because it's off by two that it's curious, and that it causes us uh, to, uh, to, to take notice. Someone uh, sent to me last night that, uh, that no, there was a real source that it could be off by one is Ephraim, Nasha, Keruvin, Vishimon Ephraim, Nasha, and Ruven, Vishimon the Gematrias are off by one and it's Kiruvin Shimon it's the same. Uh, Yaakov Vinu says that fine, I treat them the same, even though their Kamachias are off by one. Okay, whatever uh, source uh, you need. So uh, either either one is as good as a source as you need for such a for such a limud. Uh, Tosos just uh, just points out. Tosos points out over here <coughs> when we're saying that uh, that that uh, the Mehira of the Ribbon Shalom is 852. So Tosos has two caches on this idea. First of all. 
um, in the the of 852, how do we find that? How do we know that all those years they were doing So, 
Kohen, that's Nensa, where she becomes a Surulabala, Sota Bismanazeh, who's not Shosa, so we could be Kofa, to be Megarish, or Nosi Isha Vishayima Sarashan Bloyolda, a woman who's they've been married for ten years and they don't have any children, so we could be Kofa to be to be Megarish. Or Nosi Isha within thirty days of Yimei Afchana after a previous marriage, we could be Kofa him to be Megarish. So there are all sorts of different situations that are Kedin, that it's Musa Kedin, that it's uh, that it's permissible to uh, to force a person to be Megarish. Now the halach is that the get only works when it's done the We learned that the Nasina has to be Midaito Shalabal. And yet over here we are allowing a kfia. So the Rishonim work on how you can have a kfia and it still be Miritsono at the same time. And that's the famous formulation of the Rambam in the second paragraph of Hilchus Gerishin that a person is not considered an onus unless it's Nilchatz Vinidchak Lasus Minatorlasoso. Unless you're asking him to do something that he's not really the obligated minatara to do. But someone who has a Yetzar Hara to be Mavatal Mitzvah to do an Avera, and you beat him up until he finally agrees to do what he's obligated to do, so then we assume that, uh, and if he finally says Rotsa, and he, we assume that that's his real Ratzon, that all you've done is you've beat the Yetzar Hara out of him, and that he's finally expressed his real deep down Ratzon of wanting to do the, uh, the right thing. Chidush Aran suggests that there's a Mitzvah to be Shomer Bakal Bezdin, so the Schar Mitzvah is considered like, uh, like money, so get a Musali De is possible in the as if he's getting uh, paid for it. Okay, Amrav Nachman, Amrav Shmuel, get a Musabi Yisrael Kedin Kasher. If it's Musabi Yisrael Kedin, like all the cases I gave before where you're allowed to force a man to be Megarish's wife, that's Kasher. Shalokadin, Pasal Uposal. If it's done Shalokadin, it's a Pasal get, but it will, it will Pasal or Lekuhuna as, uh, as a Reach get. Ubov de Kachavim, if it was done by Ubov de Kachavim, Kedin, Pasal Uposal. If it was someone who should have been forced to divorce his wife, it's not going to be a good get because of the Chavim forced it, but it will be a reach get. Shalokadin, if it's Shalokadin, Afil reach get, Ainbo, then it's not even going to be a reach get. So ask him about a if of the Chavim are able to do the forcing, so then when it's Kedin, let it be a Kasher get. And if they're not able to do the forcing, then uh, then, then then it shouldn't even pass over. It should be it shouldn't even be a Reach again. Even when of the Chavim do it Kedin. So because Kedin doesn't mean that they're allowed to be doing the forcing, it just means that it's a marriage that should be ended. Really, on a Daraisa level, a get Musab of Chavim is kosher. Umatam Amru Pasul. Why do they say Pasul? Shalote Kalachas Vachas Halachas Vitalatsum of Chavim of Kesatsma Biad Baila. That we're afraid every woman is going to want to go to the Ovid Chavim to get away from her husband. Iachi Shalokadin Afilu Reach Haget Einbo. So if that's the case, when we say Shalokadin, it's not even a Reach Haget. Vinahavi Kishalokadin of Yisrael, if Salami lives so, let it be like a Shalokadin of Yisrael, where it at least would, uh, would pass. No, Mashashi is incorrect. The time of my Kedin, Kedin, the Yisrael, Michlaf. Why is it that an Ovid Chavim who does it Kedin, do we assume it's a Reach Haget? Really, an Ovid Chavim has no authority whatsoever. Why do we assume that, it has a, that, that it's going to be a Reach Haget? Because we assume that people might confuse Kedin of an Ovid Chavim with Kedin of Yisrael. Shalom Kedin, the Kedin, the Yisrael, Michlaf. But an Ovid Chavim, Shalom Kedin is not even a Reach Haget because 
because no one's going to confuse that with the Kedin of Yisrael. Abai Ashkel Rav Yosef, the Yosef Kama Asa Giti. Abai saw that Rav Yosef was forcing Gitin. How are we allowed to force a get? We're hadiotos. Whenever you have non-Jewish courts, even though the dinim follow the same dinim as the dinim Yisrael, you're not allowed to go to the non-Jewish courts, even if they're doing not only just laws, they're even doing our laws, you're still not allowed to go to them. Because we have a drasha, that it has to be lefnei Yisrael and not lefnei of the kachavim. So, uh, so how could you possibly allow it? Or lefnei and not lefnei adiotos. It's teaching us so you can't. Uh, we, we, mean, and and that's the drasha that he's asking from. We're not of the kachavim, but we're certainly adiotos. So how are we allowed to be the ones that are maasagiti? We don't have a din of a uh, valid basin that's able to do this. No, we're doing the shlichus of the Bate Din in Eretz Yisrael who are Dayanim Mumchim. Mididava Odos Valvos. The same reason that we're allowed to judge cases of Odos Valvos because we assume shlichus Sayukav Dinan. Ihachi Gzelus Vechavolos Nami. If we're going to assume shlichus Sayukav Dinan, can we judge cases of Gzelus Vechavolos also? But it says in the Mishnah at the beginning of Sanhedrin that we're not allowed to judge cases of Gzelus Vechavolos. Why don't we just say shlichus Sayukav Dinan and we can do whatever we want? This idea of becoming their shluchim is only by uh, by something that's a common occurrence. So that's where we become the shluchim of the Dayanim in Eretzral. But something that's not so shriach, like Zelos Vechavalos, which hopefully is not so shriach, that we do not become the shluchim of the Dayanim in Eretzral. That is from tomorrow. We'll pick up at the Mishnah. Good night.